Hey, how's it going? Tommy Taylor here. And I'm Desnica, and welcome to the Marriage 2.0 podcast. couple that went through just about everything bad someone can go through in marriage quadruple times over and came out more in love than ever and using our story to inspire and give hope to the world. Since we've come out of our version of hell on earth, we have built a global marriage coaching business mentoring hundreds of couples and individuals all around the world. We've helped them fix issues like affair recovery, communication, intimacy issues, addictions, and all forms of abuse when no one else could. We've gone through all of these things plus so much more, so we get it. We tried everything out there from counseling, therapy, intensives, webinars, hundreds of books, and even tactics like Slow to Speak, Quick to Listen. And the truth is, all of those things were just band-aids that left us on an emotional roller coaster from hell. We truly believe that when you couple a heart for God and a strong desire for massive action, anything is possible. But honestly, most of us are never given the right knowledge. The Marriage 2.0 podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, sports, health, entertainment, and finance in order to help you live the purpose-filled life God designed for you so that you can live an inspiring life filled with more freedom, love, and impact. So get ready to learn the stuff that no one ever taught you about marriage. Your old marriage is dead and marriage 2.0 starts now. Hello, everyone. So what we want to talk about today is when should you seek help for your marriage and why is this important? And one thing I will tell you before we dive into this is I wish I would have known, right? That's the statement of this entire (laughs) podcast. So very much so let's dive into it guys. Yeah. And honestly, this is something that comes up all the time, all the time. And you know, there's so many different perspectives on it, but like just the other day I was having this conversation with this lady and we were talking and she's like, you know, I've heard your story and I love how there's always emphasis on your story. And you know, she's like, we aren't, that bad and I'm like okay um and she so since she's not that bad she was like I I think we can just figure it out on our own because you know we're not we're not that bad like y'all y'all are bad and And I'm just like interesting so why haven't you yet and honestly I'm just sitting here thinking like honestly hmm Tommy and I didn't start that bad either (laughs) no we started super in love and like, you know, captivated and, you know, we were high school sweethearts mm-hmm. with nothing else to do, but, you know, staring at each other's eyeballs all day, <laughs> which is the minor disagreements, you know, and that's, you know, that's where we started and, but it wasn't that bad. Like, so our marriage didn't start bad either. Right. And so it just really, um, oh, my passion really comes out here because, what society doesn't know and like what people don't know is what causes the most problems. It's not what you know that hurts you. It's what you don't know. Right. So the, this whole, we'll figure it out on our own. I'm like, Oh my gosh, if you only knew you would be begging me to help you because you don't know. And like, I wish we would have had this, like the whole statement that Tommy said of like, you know, I wish I would have known. I'm like, that's exactly right. You know? And so I don't know why people want to to do that. So we see that all the time as people just kind of like, mm, you know, we're not that bad. And I'm like, oh, don't do that. No, like, you know, when it comes to 
actually today I was putting together, you know, two or three, actually I think it was like three or four testimonials um, from clients and three of the, of, of them said that basically like, you know, when it comes down to it, I wish that we would have known this before mm -hmm. we went through all of it. I wish that, you know, honestly, and when we ask them like who should take this and they're like everyone, right? Everyone needs to know. I'm not even talking about our program. I'm talking about more of just like the stuff that, that people don't know and don't understand. And actually even one of them was like, you know, they said that when it comes down to this, they said that, you know, I know mainly you guys help couples in crisis and which is true. Um, but she said, honestly, I've become so aware that I see other couples that you wouldn't think are normally bad that are headed down a very bad path. Oh, that's not even coming from us. No. <laughs> and I, and that's so heartbreaking. Right. And so then on the flip side, what we also see is people wait to take any action at all or make any change until they get divorce papers you know, or their spouse moves out and it's like, really? Like, why wait? You know, why wait so long? And it's just so, it's so frustrating here to see like these things and to see these people and like, you know, well, I didn't think I needed help. And it's like, you, you needed help. <laughs> you well, did. it's like, it's the reason why, the reason why this happens is because, you know, people don't see their marriage as an investment. That's what it boils down to. Um, they invest time into it, like you sometimes, know, sometimes, but most of the time it's just that they don't, it, it's not that they're a bad person or that like, man, I'm shunning you for not seeing your marriage as an investment. That's not what I'm saying. Well, you should see it as investment, but that's not what I'm saying here. Most people, when they're going through this, they don't see that. They see it as like, you know, um, societal programming. Like, well, mm -hmm. what do you, what do you think to do when you, when you think to have a good marriage? This is what most people think get married because we're Christian. Like we're talking because our audience is Christian based, um, get married because we're Christian and that's, that's, we can't live together. We can't do that unless we're Christian or sorry, unless we're married, uh, because of our Christian views and then go to church, provide for my family in some sort of way and be a good husband, be a good spouse. Right. Like it's just, it's not, it's like just try to do your best it's not it's not there's nothing given to, to actually fix this no and it's so it's so heartbreaking and so super passionate about this and so we're going to share our story um with you as well and also teach you about like why you are set up for to fail without even knowing it and then what we want you to consider and to take away from this and so one of like to share our story with you something like, again, I'm so passionate about is like, you know, if we would have been taught, like if we would have understood what we know now, when we first were trying to get help for our marriage, because like we did seek help, we sought help for like when, when it was, it, when, it, when it was just communication issues, right? Mm -hmm. um, but if we knew we could have prevented all of the affairs, we could have prevented the abuse, the addictions, the literally, fights. literally all of it. Yes. Um, like it, when it boils down to it, literally all of it. Like when, when we went through this, we didn't have anybody like to tell us these things. I mean, we, we, but like she was saying, we sought help and actually spent over like 150 K into debt on help, but we, know, obviously it didn't work. And we were just getting little nuggets and, you know, so we thought we were doing good though. And, you know, there'd be things that, you know, we'd be like, we would take away and we would implement and, you know, we're like, okay, we're, we're doing a little better, but 
deep down, like our problems grew and our grew, like they just continued to grow. And so while we started with communication issues, like that was like the start, just trying to understand, like, how do we just stop fighting and get along? That's what we wanted. We're like, we love each other, but for some reason we just can't get along. We just keep fighting and that's what we need help with. And so, right. Like, but it grew and it grew and just disagreeing all the time. And it was exhausting. Yeah, emotionally, physically exhausting. Because when you're emotionally exhausted, you're going to be physically exhausted once it gets to a certain point. Mm -hmm. And then you're just like, you just want the pain to stop. And then you start snapping. And then a lot, a lot, a lot of resentment builds um, on both ends. But it was mainly on her. Yeah, (laughs) a lot of the resentment. And and then abuse and addictions and like everything. That's in and, and so hitting on that, like on the addiction aspects, like that's wise, right? Like it's you know, just we just wanted to stop fighting. We wanted to get along. We didn't know what to do. We were trying to get help, but it wasn't working. And, you know, so that's where like addictions start to come in is to try and, and zone out. It's the coping mechanism to escape from things when you when you're feeling that hopeless or don't know what to do, right? But we got to the point, like we honestly couldn't discuss life problems. Like we we could not discuss like actual decisions or challenges is if it was a real conversation that we needed to have, we couldn't do it without fighting. And what honestly ended up happening was I got tired of the fighting and I was like, fine, well, I'm just going to start making decisions on my own to avoid that confrontation. I'm like, I don't want to deal with it. So I'm just going to make the choice on my own. And it caused so much more division and, you know, that was just like the, the start of our downfall, like that really grew more and more. Yeah. I mean, we went through all those different things, but instead of like, you know, going through and getting the actual like strategic steps and I don't know, not just tools, everybody wants tools, tools ain't going to fix your marriage. Foundations are. So like when we went through all this, like we didn't, we tried all these different things and tools and resources, but it just never worked. And we, we started you know, eventually like with communication issues and then moved on to other things, but and it was exhausting. And that's why we're so passionate about it is because like, you know, we went from like madly in love and, you know, wanting to be a team and like out to conquer the world together to just having some minor communication issues to where our darkest hour was or hell on earth where, you know, it was all the affairs, all, all the drinking, like, you know, hating each other. And it grew to that just because there wasn't a solid fix. And that's why we're so passionate about what we do and like about why we're so like anti how the society programs people and what they're teaching, because they're not teaching. These things aren't taught. And when you try and get the help for the basic things, like that, it's not even there. Right. Like our society does not teach how to have a healthy marriage, let alone to be healthy individuals. And to be honest with you, you cannot have a healthy marriage if you're not two healthy individuals. Now, it only takes one healthy individual to save a marriage. I will say that. And there's a lot, and by the way, just as a side note, there's a lot more you can do, especially with our power of one method to save your marriage and and change that perspective. If you want that training, just let us know. But when it comes down to it, like you have to understand that most people are not taught these things. They're not no. taught. So we're not, what we're saying is don't put yourself down so much. Like, oh, should have known that. Like, no, you, you, you shouldn't have because no one teaches people these things. They just don't. 
Except for us. Yeah. and <laughs> But most people don't get taught these things. And just to clarify, like, just because, like, you weren't taught doesn't mean, like, your parents are, like, terrible, bad people. You know, like, our parents aren't terrible, bad people. You know, like, they weren't taught either, right? So, you know, it's just this whole society programming of it's not out there. This isn't what's being taught. Like, you know, society teaches a bunch of other crap about, like, you know, more men shut up, suck it up, just work hard, those types of things. And, it, and the women just you know, support your man. And like, that's not how you deal with things. Right. So that's how you're set up to fail without knowing it is just like how our society programs things. Right. So a, a fun question, like that I like, uh, it's not really that fun, but I like to, to, it's fun for me to read the answers. You know, we ask all of our clients, you know, when, like what type of marriage, like did you have before, you know, because a healthy marriage is two individual, like two healthy individuals walking through life together in the same direction, you know, and you might've heard the reference about like the triangle where, you know, God's at the top and then you and your spouse are at the bottom corners. And the closer you grow together to towards God, the closer you grow together. Right. And it's part of just like walking that journey together through life. Right. And so, but there's also, what a lot of society does is put people as one, just like, you know, become one. And this is where a lot of wives lose themselves or some and men too, like they put their identity into their spouse. Right. So then you become one. Yeah. Or in the kids or yeah. career, anything but who they're supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. So, and you know, there's one in the marriage and there's not two healthy individuals. And then you have other couples who are living completely separate lives, right? Like they're just completely separate where the, you know, don't really know. But when we ask our clients, like, you know, where were, were you at? Like, I, there hasn't been one that was like, oh, we had a healthy marriage before, right? It, and it's because this is, this is how society sets you up for fail. Like, we're not taught how to have a healthy marriage. You know, you, you don't know the foundational aspects and we weren't taught. And so if you're not taught, like, how can you succeed? Right. If you're not taught how to build all the proper foundations, then when it comes, let's look at it like a house or something like that. If you're not taught how to build all the proper foundations for a house, then you're not going to, it's not going to stand. It's just like me. If someone were to ask me, um, for those of you that probably don't know me as well as what you will eventually yet, um, I'm not very good with my hands when it comes to working manual labor. Now I can put together a motorcycle or anything like that, but like when it comes to woodworking or you know working with a hammer or something like that changing a tire on a car like i i can i can change a tire on a car but like when it comes to like stuff like that i don't want number one i don't like to do it two um when it comes to these things you have to understand that like i don't it would fall down like if i Tommy built a house can't build a house right like i don't know how to build a house especially like i mean i can put up a frame i guess but no you can't no he it's can't. not gonna it, it's gonna resemble like if you look at it visually maybe some sort of like house but it's not yeah. i would not walk in it let's just put it that way just to put things so, in perspective for everyone um tommy put box tape around our pipes to hold pipes together under our sink one time so if that doesn't tell you <laughs> anything um you so you have to share that <laughs> i feel like it was necessary so now you can continue on about you know if you're not taught how how to build the house like right mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah okay um yes i did that it was more of supposed to be like a like a temporary fix but anyways but that's um, just how tommy fixes house things yeah, yeah you know she asked me one time to put like she was remodeling a shower and she asked me one time to hey can you 
can you like put something? I don't even know what it was. It was something, whatever to do with pipes. So put something on like a pipe in the wall, but it was a pipe inside the wall. It was like, I make pipes leak outside the wall that you can see. Do you want me to really put pipe? Like, she's like, no, never mind. <laughs> I was like, don't touch it. I got um, it. So anyways, what, I'm, what we're saying here is that the point is not to prove how dumb I am with like this type of stuff. But when it comes down to it, if you don't have the proper foundations in all aspects, you're not, you're, you're going to be set up to fail. So it's like imagine going into a kitchen, being told to bake a cake, no recipe, nothing, not knowing instructions, no YouTube, nothing, no, no Google, nothing, literally nothing. You've never seen anyone else bake a cake either. So you don't you, know you, the you, ingredients. You don't know what it looks like. You were just told to, hey, go, ba- go bake a cake. Literally, you've never seen anybody bake a cake. You don't know how to bake a cake. You can't Google it, YouTube it. You, you have no instructions. Nope. All you have is maybe like a picture on the box. So you maybe know it's no, made out of some form of bread, right? But other than that, like you have no clue, right? So imagine trying to do that and bake the cake, not knowing any of that. Number one, guarantee it's going to come out gross, <laughs> unless God intervenes somehow like it's gonna yeah that's coming out a, gross. A miraculous <laughs> miracle it's gonna come out freaking gross and it's gonna come out maybe probably not even looking like a cake no most, most likely and especially because most people don't know how what to put in to make things rise anyways it'll probably be a felt cake you know it just that's what's gonna happen and you know and add to this if you only saw other felt cakes like all your life too You'd be like so confused. You'd be like, "Oh, I, I baked a cake," and when you found out like you didn't, you'd be like, "Wait, I didn't." Um, this looks like other cakes that I've seen in my life, and you know, it's it's what came out. It's I I worked hard. Like I worked hard on it. It's not supposed to be like a crappy flat hard thing. Like that's not a cake. <laughs> yeah, you work hard the wrong way. I mean, it's still gonna fail. Yeah. Effort effort doesn't really have a whole lot to do with it when it comes to if there's the wrong direction. Right. Like if you're not doing it right, it doesn't matter how much effort you put in. It, it's still going to turn out wrong. And and that's how like marriages are. And it's like, you know, so no, like, you know, your marriage isn't supposed to be yelling, slamming, screaming door, like, you know, slamming doors and screaming at each other, stonewalling and isolation and, you know, withholding love and affection and just like the stagnant, miserable place. Like it's not supposed to be like, uh, you know, serving yourself to death where you literally just uh, like are, are nothing where to the point where like, you don't even recognize yourself and, you know, you're just put so low and like walked all over and, you know, none of these things. Like that's not what marriage is supposed to be either. Right. Like most people are taught like statements like happy wife, happy life or, you know, which is retarded, by the way. Um there's just so much people we could go on that for hours but regardless yeah. of it no however so many so many saw like basically if, if a crap marriage growing up yeah if they saw any marriage a right. lot of people didn't see it you know they grew up just single family homes and they didn't even see any marriage and a lot of times in the marriages they did see they were crap ones and so that's that's what we have to resemble to go off of. Okay, so like this is what I saw. So this is what I'm gonna go into. You know, I might may not have liked this one little aspect. I'm gonna try and work on that so I don't have have that right. But you have to understand, like more is caught than taught. And I see so many women who are codependent. Oh, and this one, this one really gets to me. Like they're codependent. They devalue themselves. They put themselves last. You know, and just to be walked on. And not because like, that's what they saw. It's like, it's passed down. And 
you know, that's not what a marriage is. And it's not a healthy individual is either. No, it's not. And I don't want to hear an excuse. Well, like I have kids or I have young kids or, you know, so like, I don't have time for me. You do, you do. And, but it's just a a different, it's just, you're not taught. You weren't taught. Right. And you don't have to be like, so codependent is where you're managing like your, your husband's or your spouse's state and trying to make sure like they're happy. And as long as they're happy, you're happy. You know, you know, you just make sure that everything is lined up perfect for them all the time, the best you can so that they're, they're good. You know, it doesn't matter what you want, what you like, or anything about you. It's all about making sure everything's good with them so that you're happy. Yeah. And then the men's side of things, they're taught, shut up. I mean, both people are taught these things. Let's not, let's be clear. Yes. But, and it applies to both sides on what she was saying too. But also men primarily are taught to be shut up, be a man, be a tough guy, suck it up. Right. You know, they're, they're taught, you know, it's okay to wind down with a bottle and like being, and then missing things. I mean, I'm not against drinking. I'm just, they're taught to, it's okay to use as a vice. They're taught, you know, when Mm. it comes down to, um, um, it's taught uh, that what gets me the most for men isn't the people that are jerks. Those are far and few in between when it comes to like actually actual men, the men are more of little boys and all of them, even the jerks they're taught. They were, they were taught by little boys how to be little boys and not men. And when it boils down to it in that aspect of things, um, there are a lot of passive beta males, mm-hmm. not leaders, passive beta males. And that's becoming more and more and more and more common in today's society. And here's the thing. I don't believe there's any such thing as tos- toxic masculinity, toxic masculinity, bullcrap. I don't believe in that. I believe there's weak beta males that don't, that are passive aggressive, that are emotionally unstable, that are not leaders. And then there's true masculinity the way God designed it. I believe that there's 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 healthy masculinity, and I believe that there's unhealthy toxic masculinity. So, mm-hmm. and a side note there. Yes, and so, and we see it all the time with like the, with the whole. And when you have a beta male, what happens is like the woman steps up and leads because like especially like the strong dominant women that that trust me uh, as a very strong independent woman, I can promise I don't need Tommy, and like I don't need him. And, but I'm not going to like let my world crash when he was being like not making decisions and not leading and stuff. When, so when he was in that atmosphere, you know, like that's when I had to step up and lead, but I wanted a leader, right? Like I wanted him to lead. And so like that also, that's part of like the, the resentment that had built up here. Right. So let's be clear, like what you saw and partook in when you were, were little was just setting you up for failure. Like that's. That is just the, the hard truth. Okay. And in general, on outside the homes, when it comes to stuff like this, like society society teaches like emotionally unintelligent. They don't teach the truth. Um, and the sad hard truth is it's not because some of you just suck or are bad at like bad people. That's not what we're saying. Like it's just because you weren't taught these things. Yeah. And you know, so it just really, really makes me mad. It's just like our society, man. Like it, it's just the emotionally unintelligent of our society. And that's why like our clients after like they come out, like they can go and like they can see they're like, wow, my eyes are opened. I see so many hurting people now. Like I see marriages that are like, you know, self-destructing or, you know, and they see it now because they have been taught. Right. And so 
that's what we were saying earlier. Like, it doesn't mean like your parents suck or, you know, whoever you had looked up to, it doesn't mean that they sucked or were bad people per se. Now, some of them, yes, like we've heard some treacherous things from like from childhood. However, that doesn't mean like everyone just sucked or bad. Like they just weren't taught either. Yeah. And at the end of the day, no matter what parents did to you or or if it was abusive or something like that, at the end of the day, no, it isn't okay. Um, when it comes to physical abuse or anything like that or molestation or anything like that. And it, it wasn't your fault, but you are responsible for overcoming it now. Yep. It's your, the, it's your responsibility yeah. to heal. Yeah. The, the only time doesn't heal anything. That's why you're still struggling. Um, but when it comes down to it, there's no nobility in victimhood. The only nobleness and power is overcoming it. Mm-hmm. So yes. it's your responsibility. All of us have had terrible things happen to us, but when it to different degrees, and some more than others, definitely. But it's still your responsibility to overcome it. Yes, 100%. And so some things that we really want you to consider. And when it comes to, like, the lady who I was talking Deb to, and she was like, well, my marriage ain't that bad. And it's like, well, you know, do you wait till your car is totaled to buy car insurance? Like, do you wait until, like, you know, it? Tommy's had a couple of our cars totaled. You know, deer rent, and he's been T-boned. And so different the deer ran into me. It I'm did. not taking responsibility no. for that. So the deer did run into him, but it's a total our car, right? So, but that's not the time we're like, Hey, okay. So this deer ran in front of us and totaled our car. I would like to buy car insurance, please, to replace my car. They would laugh at us and be like, that sucks for you. Like, good luck. You're on your own, right? Like, that's not how it works. Like, and you don't wait until, you know, you have like stage five cancer to, to see a doctor, right? So <laughs> you, you shouldn't, anyways. you don't. You, you shouldn't like it's not the smart thing so you should seek help right like that's why like you should be preemptive and start actually like taking cautionary action and and strike and learn ahead of time and not wait until you know there's like a divorce or papers or someone leaves or you know that it gets to that point like that you shouldn't wait to that point to be like oh well, maybe i should do something now by the way, I don't think there's a stage five. I think it only goes to stage four. Well, you know, Cancer. it doesn't really matter. I think that was a mistake. but uh, <laughs> it, it was an excessive <laughs> thing, and that was the whole point. <laughs> right. right. But um, not only like is this impacting your life, though, like what you got to understand is it's also impacting your spouse's life mm-hmm. and your kids' lives, too. Like this impacts everyone. It doesn't just impact your life. Stop being selfish. It impacts your kids' lives, too all aspects of things. And the thing is like more importantly, you got to understand there's an insidious form of neglect and it's not teaching your kids all of this proper stuff. And you, you can be the one like in the matrix to change things. Like you can literally be the one to change generations to come. You can stop it with your generation and you can change generations. Come if you, if you've had nothing but divorce in your family leading up till now, that doesn't have to be you. Mm -hmm. That can change. If you've had nothing but like, you know, poverty or physical abuse or i'm just naming the drug addictions whatever it is like you can change that literally you can change the the directory directory of that um and move forward with that yes you know what you do truly matters it impacts generations you know there is zero weakness zero in acknowledging you need help that is strength and courage it's strength and courage to actually lay down ego and stop fearing judgment this whole fear judgment and this ego and pride that it has just like such a grip on our society is crippling. And there is nothing 
more that shows like strength to step up and say like, no, like I don't care what other people say or think I'm going to get the help that I need and know that I don't have it all together because you know, the people who, who pretend to have it all together, you're not fooling anybody. Right. So you, it's exhausting, right? So put that down, actually get help and move forward. Right. And if people would be preventative instead of just being reactive in marriages today, our world would be so drastically different, so drastically different. And it would have massive impact and ripple out through like our whole world. The ripple effect, honestly, is just almost unfathomable if like people would be preventative instead. However, most people just choose to stay in their comfort zone and they're comfortable in their discomfort. And they, and that aspect just bothers me so much. You know, they wait to destruction to mend pieces together versus putting on the layers of protection, right? So it's like having a vase and, and not protecting it and dropping it. And it's like, oh, okay, well, well now I'll put the pieces back together. Right? No, like take action. Yeah. It's like if I went out and bought a exotic sports car and it was all black and of course I'm going to put paint protection or some ceramic coating or like some shield on that freaking sucker. Like I'm not just going to like wait until it happens. You know how much paint costs for that? No. Or it's a, a client actually gave an example in one of the testimonials I was editing today. And she said that when it comes down to it, she said, you know, when it, when she was looking at investing to her marriage, she was saying that, you know, she looked at it as like, you know, if, if she had met really terrible, like emergency, massive roof damage, um, she's not just going to let it like sit there, <laughs> right? Like mm-hmm. you have to fix that crap. Like it just seems mm-hmm. like she's like, she said, it just seems like common sense, <laughs> but yes. that was her words, not mine. It, and it's so, it's so important, right? And so we just want you to take all of this into consideration. And, you know, where would your life be today if you would have been taught true foundational aspects to how to be a true healthy individual, understanding emotions and understanding how to truly communicate and all of the other things that go into being a healthy individual and having a healthy relationship. Like that's an aspect like, you know, we're just not taught. And so how would your life look different if you did have that? Yes. But we want to leave you that to ponder. Mm-hmm. And so just think about it today. Think yeah. about like, really, how would your life be different if you really, truly had a healthy marriage? If you really, truly were healthy individuals, how would your life, and, and even if your kids were healthy individuals, how would your life be drastically different having all those foundations in that in there in place what would what would it look like what would you want your marriage to look like what would you want your life to look like as a happy healthy individual and what what would you want you know for your kids we see so many kids acting out losing their minds struggling and it's because they don't have these foundational things either right so we really just wanted to share not only what we wish we would have known but what we see in thousands of people all the time like so you may not have been aware of needing help in the areas you need to learn to grow before, you know, but now you do. Yep. And so now it's up to you. Like, are you going to take action and change the future? Because once you're aware, it, the responsibility is yours, right? So before when you were unaware, it's not yours. You didn't know. Now you know. So now you have to take action. Yep. So as always, we love you. God loves you. And we will see you in the next podcast. Have a good one. Bye. Now that's all we have for today's show. And remember, prayer without action is just dead faith. So make sure to implement everything you learn here today from today's show. 
By the way, hope you enjoyed this episode on the Marriage 2.0 podcast. And if you did, please make sure you share this episode on your social media and tag at Tommy and Desnica. And if you did enjoy it, make sure to subscribe to the Marriage 2.0 podcast and give us a five-star rating. However, listen, most importantly, so many people are at the end of their ropes, crying themselves to sleep every night. And we can only spread our message and story so far here. So we need you to make sure that you really share the knowledge with others that really need it so that we can impact them. Yes. And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So make sure to join our free Facebook group, Christian Marriage Coaching for support, daily content, and free trainings to help you go from roommates to teammates. Have an amazing day and God bless.